Welcome to the Powercast with Charlie Johnson. I'm one of the world's leading fitness and transformation coaches. I'm going to be providing you with the tools to build your ultimate body and mind. And welcome to another episode of the Powercast. We've got our main man, Jeremy, uh, a custom physique, so head coach of CJ Coaching, works alongside me. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you, sir. How are you? Very good, very good. Slightly jet-lagged after a 12-hour flight back from Bangkok yesterday, but... Yeah, I can imagine. I was very impressed with your uh, fasting length as well for this journey. Genuinely, I fasted for, I think it was 30 hours in the end, and it was actually, my stomach felt phenomenal uh, this morning when I woke up from that. I had one meal last night, felt awesome from it, and... um, Do you struggle to get back into eating how you normally would after doing something like that? Uh, not Did your digestion struggle a little bit? Uh, without being too crude, I've had a bit of a bad <laughs> stomach today uh, after training, but I think that's more from just being slightly ill from traveling. But other than that, yeah, yeah. generally not really. Uh, I find my digestion tends to be a lot better after fasting, so that's always something I'd highly recommend for anyone out there is to give fasting a go um, when traveling because it is the best way to give your stomach a bit of a reset. To like point of this podcast today before we begin is we're not actually going to talk about fasting but I'll talk about it anyway. mm. so we're going to talk about online training versus PT uh, versus personal trainer and the benefits of online training but quickly covering fasting uh, so in regards to fasting I had my last meal Friday night went to absolute town in Patong in Thailand had loads <laughs> of eat. I, I was like I'm not eating for like, at least 24 hours so I was like you're going to make it count I'm going to make this count so I ate until I had like a bit of a like a little looks like pregnant from <laughs> chicken satay and rice and some lobster and then um very nice and then got up next day at 5 30 to fly home then subsequently realized that the second flight was actually a lot further than the way out it was actually 12 hours long so then ended up having to fast for a lot longer than i thought so it actually ended up being 30 hours i actually thought about not eating when i got home last night and i could extend it to like nearly 40 but i thought that's a bit too much so i might lose all my games yeah. so uh, Enough is enough sometimes. The body needs fueling. I actually lost a lot of weight when I was in Thailand. So Yeah, 100%. I've never actually tried it myself, but listening to all your anecdotes on it, I think I will next time around because I find that because I'm so used to eating like a high quality of food as well. If ever I try and eat something like at the airports and stuff, my stomach never really reacts very well to it. Rule number one of life when traveling, do not eat the plain food. Unless yeah. you're going to business class and you've got something like... I've, I've been like once in the last five years in business class. I went to the States the other day and I had like, it was like a fillet of beef and I was like, I'm having some of that. But other than that, uh, I like, I would never ever eat plain food. Yeah, 100%. Uh, so point to this podcast though, before I begin actually yes. as well, so before we begin, the Shred Nate program, the early bird special price, 33% off ends today. This is airing on Monday, the 24th of February. So if you want to secure the last place, it's 33% off for Shrednate or Sculptionate for the ladies. Hit the link below this podcast or drop myself and Jeremy a message. We need to do with that. We would love to have you on board. It's the world's number one eight-week transformation program. Oh, it's also a competition. You can win a ton of prizes and get to train with both of us. So uh, if you want to get involved, by all means, please do so. And now, before I plug anything else, we'll rattle on into the point of this podcast. And we will talk about online training versus uh, PTing, trainers in the gym, the benefits of both, uh, the drawbacks of both, and our opinions on each of them. So obviously, I've worked as an online trainer for quite a while, uh, did previously PT, still occasionally train people. Uh, I, was, I started per- PTing people around 10 years ago. Uh, and Jeremy, obviously, you've transitioned a lot more into the online work and do very limited PT now. 
how have you personally, what's, what's your experience of online training compared to PT in terms of the clientele obviously we work with and the clientele you work with in the gym? Yeah, for sure. So uh, firstly, and this is probably more directed at other PTs thinking about transitioning online, but unlike in the physical world where you can go to the gym and sort of approach people and try and find your clients fairly easily, I find, um, obviously it's totally different once you transition online. You start your first day online and you're a bit like, right, wicked, let's go find some clients. And you're like, ah, where are they? Where do I find these people? Because you haven't got like a dedicated hub to uh, go and try and network them from. Um, but in terms of like actual people, um, I think the biggest difference that I found, I mean, it's slightly different for me now because I sort of have a, a certain caliber of clientele for the personal training where um, most of these people are, are quite well trained and they just want to take themselves to the next level. But at the beginning, it was very much I found that I'd have just normal people off the street that would just need help kicking off their weight loss or muscle building and hadn't really stepped into the gym before, didn't know what to do. Um, whereas online, I find that obviously the majority of people, and this is obviously not exclusive, but I find that a lot of the people are people who have been going to the gym already have sort of like a baseline of knowledge, but just want to someone with the experience and the know-how to tell them exactly what they need to do so that they can go and execute it themselves and, and sort of guarantee that they'll get the results that they're looking for. Well said, sir. I think that was probably a very good statement. So in terms of why online training works so well, in my opinion as well, from the client's point of view, it's incredibly cost-effective. So for example, you have the opportunity to work with, say, like someone like myself, respectfully, I would say one of the, I'm uh, a leading, I'm not going to, blow myself up too much, but a leading coach in my field in the world. And if you were to try and have a PT session with me every day and train with me consistently and constant support and feedback in a one-to-one -one scenario, it would have cost you an absolute fortune because my time is very limited. However, with an online like experience working with me as an online coach, you can work with me or Jeremy or part of the team at a fraction of the cost and have 24-7 support and ongoing uh, consistency over a period of time. Whereas like, that's my big flaw in my opinion with a PTing that I see from trainers in the industry is that yes, great. You're with your client for three hours of the week, but most trainers don't actually pay any attention at all to what their clients do the other 23 hours of the day. So in terms of sleep, recovery, nutrition, like what's their step count like daily, what are the habits like, what are their relationships with food? Like all these mindset issues that people don't necessarily look at. They just focus on if they're a trainer, they focus on training their client for an hour in the gym. After that, they switch off, don't pay any attention that's why like a lot of trainers don't get clients results. And that's why respectfully you and me, Jeremy, get such good results with clients. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, to a certain extent, getting in the gym and doing the workouts is like the easiest part of the transformation journey. It's all the other stuff that you just touched on the mindset, the diet, the accountability and all the rest of that, that makes the biggest difference compared to the training. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. And that's, that's why like the big, big reason we get results alongside obviously the constant sport is the accountability as well with having weekly check-ins because something I see very commonly from trainers is they don't even like monitor their clients results. So 
like if you don't quantify something in terms of what's your weight doing, how the weight's lifting, like progressing, what's your waist measurement doing, then how can you like actually tell if you're progressing or improving? So recording what you do on a consistent basis over a period of time is the best way to see if you're going in the right direction and see if what you're currently doing at the moment works or if it doesn't work because your body will eventually adapt to whatever it is you're doing and you will constantly need to make changes to the program in terms of training and nutrition to maximize the amount of progress you make throughout your fitness journey. And that's why like, I get a lot frustrated when people come to me and go, oh, can I have a diet or a training program? It's like, great, we can make you that. But realistically, that will probably only work for a week or two because your body will adapt to whatever you're doing. And that's where you need to make constant adjustments to keep your body getting, to keep your body progressing. That rhymed, it was a sick lyric. Um, <laughs> uh, to keep your body progressing over a period of time to get the maximal results. Um, and interestingly, obviously, that's something like you and me both spoke about, Jeremy, in terms of the Shred Nate, Sculpt Nate programs, which we were trying to find a way to get even better results on that program. So we, like, respectfully, Shred Nate uh, and Sculpt Nate have got world-class results with clients all over the world. Like, you guys have seen some insane transformations, and I'm incredibly proud of all the people who've done that. Uh, but we've now come up with a way that we can get even better results for these people. And that's by having a mid-program check-in and an update. Um, because respectfully, some people will find that after four weeks, their body might start to adapt. And that's where we're having like a process where, which is called the Accelerate Program, which is an option you can add into Shredinate, where we can basically review your progress and make some adjustments to make sure you maximize the final part of the program. Um, and I think that's something you agree, Jeremy, has like been a real game changer. I'm very, very excited to see the impact that has with people over the next 12 months. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I'm still in, in shock, even though I shouldn't be when I see some of the transformations that come <coughs> in, in just eight weeks, even though obviously I am more than confident and I back the program 100%. Some people are just incredible, the results that they end up getting out of it. But some people just have bodies that adapt and change to things so much easier than others. And um, I mean, it. I find it hard sometimes when you see people that obviously don't get the same level of results. You know they have the commitment, but their bodies just need a little bit more of a helping hand and some changes along the way to, to help them along. So I think it'll be really, really helpful to people um, to take up that option. Um, I also like, interestingly, talking about one of our clients we actually spoke about recently was a client, Warren, who lost... He's lost a lot of weight over six months and he's an example of a client who has busted his balls but we've had to make a lot of adjustments because not necessarily to any fault of his own but it's just not been necessarily most straightforward for him and some people like myself including my body sometimes goes through little funny patches where it doesn't quite want to work the way I want it to work and that's not from my negligence it's sometimes external factors like stress uh, traveling a lot like on 14 flights in six weeks um like these things have an impact on your progress and you can't necessarily control them, but you can just try and make the best case scenario of everything like that. hundred percent. I mean, our bodies are often totally erratic and irrational and there's, there's no manual for how your body can work and someone can be doing everything perfectly and everything down to the T and they may even be doing stuff that used to work like magic powder last year, but for some reason has stopped working. And as you said, it could be down to literally anything in your external environment. Um, but yeah, Warren's definitely 
massive credit to him. He, he's the poster child for what you can achieve if you, if you stick through it and grind out those, those tough patches because it's not the same journey for everyone. <laughs> oh, 100%, 100%. Like, genetics comes into it to play. And the, the only thing, so this is my one gripe um, where I can tell with a lot of clients if and like this when it comes down to knowing your clients, you'll know this as well, Jeremy. So you will know if a client has the ability to train hard and push themselves because initially their physique will probably show that um, and you can tell with the sort of feedback they provide. But if someone isn't making progress, but the rest of the nutrition and the training is all set up correctly and they promise they're adhering to everything, then that would suggest to me that their training execution is poor or their training minerals in terms of intensity is probably going to be poor and they're not really trying so this again is where like we've put some brainstorming together and we've put up, uh, we've come together with a uh, system we can have over the year, which is going to be a few muscle camps on a, a program called Educate, which is going to be training seminars, which can be incrementally throughout the year. Uh, these will be at the best gym in the UK, which is Muscle Works in Orpeton. The first one it has just been confirmed for the 18th of April. Uh, and I think there's around, there's around eight to 10 spaces for that. Uh, the spaces cost two forty-seven, and that will be for a basically full-day mentorship and us going through chest, uh, delts, triceps in terms of perfecting training execution, really mastering training on that, and then a full badass workout uh, with myself and Jeremy and the rest of the group on the day, uh, which will be pretty savage. But I think you'll agree, Jeremy, that that's like the last piece of the jigsaw for people working online is once they can master the training aspect with our knowledge and guidance and their support and accountability both ways, like the, the sky's the limit is how far someone can progress. Yeah, hundred percent. And, um, I mean, I constantly remind myself of that fact. So like when you touched on training intensity, um, that's such a moving target that even, even as I progress with my training, I unlock new levels of intensity that I thought I'd reached the ceiling of. And then you unlock another potential usually by training with someone and uh, you realize okay actually i do still have some gears that i can i can go through and um even like so the good example of how going and training with someone and learning from someone else can be absolutely invaluable is um so when i went to see sheree who's my powerlifting coach at the moment um she was trying to do me some videos and explaining stuff to me online of uh, what she wanted me to do with my deadlifts. And I was trying to execute what she was telling me, but I just, I just couldn't get it. So I was like, look, I think I need to come and see you so that you can see exactly what I'm doing to try and help me improve it. And uh, just from going to see her within five minutes, she gave me a completely different cue after seeing what I was doing. And then I got it instantly within seconds. And it just completely changed the way that I started deadlifting thereafter. It's, it's amazing how that one small adjustment will make a huge amount of progress to your trading over the year. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's, it's completely invaluable. It's something that you can't, you can't replicate in any other, any other manner. <coughs> that being said, like, and that's, for example, an interesting fact there, obviously you mentioned you have a, a powerlifting coach, so you've taken the um, accountability to invest in yourself to improve in that respect. And like, for example, tomorrow I'm going for another what's called an MAT treatment, which is a muscle activation therapy. So it was a guy called Ryan Phillips, who I'm actually going to have on the podcast in the next episode or two. Awesome. And that's to try and get my uh, lower body firing correctly so my hips aren't particularly stable. And I know 
my right hamstring doesn't fire correctly from where I've torn it previously in the past. So again, it's me taking accountability and ownership of that situation and trying to correct it so that I can maximize my training throughout the year rather than just, oh, it'd be fine. I can still do a hamstring curl, but am I maximizing what I'm doing? Is this going to help me get maximal progress from the time and effort I put into the gym? And that's the way people need to think is that if you invest now, this is going to save you time and money in the long run. So the more you learn now, the more you up level now, like life is a game of skill acquisition and the more skills you get at an earlier stage, guess what? The higher level in life you'll get to in everything. So that's why for me, like anything I can do to learn or progress like faster, then I'll go all in. And that's probably why I've been traveling around the world pretty much for the last six weeks is just to try and keep learning, up leveling my skills. So for the rest of this year, I can just implement everything I've learned and then help more people to become the best versions of themselves, essentially. 100%. And just to pick out a few points from what you just said there, which link directly back to the benefits of the online coaching, which is like everybody could go on the internet and find out a load of information, try different things, and then eventually they probably could get to where they want to get to without getting a coach to help them. But how long is that going to take you? Maybe 5, 10, 15, 20 years? Is that ever going to help you? Um, how much money are you going to waste on the time yeah. on gym memberships, food? Exactly. And then if you just hire someone that's already got the knowledge and that can get you there so much quicker, you'll save time, you'll save money, you'll save heartache. And one of the lovely things about online coaching as well is the flexibility of everything because everyone's busy. We live in such a fast-paced society these days that some people can't necessarily say, oh, I'm going to be able to go to the gym at this time on this day every week because their targets are moving all the time. They might be traveling, they might be busy with families or whatever. But you can still get the knowledge from the online coaches and then you can go and execute it when you have the time at your convenience, which is one of the downfalls of PTing is it's, it's restricted to a specific time on a specific day every week. And it's not flexible around your lifestyle. Like that's, that's my big thing is how online coaching is changing so many people's lives. It gives the ability of people to have access to the best trainers in the world, even if they live in remote locations. Like we've got clients on every corner of the globe from Zambia to Pakistan to Hong Kong, Singapore, Australia, South America, like anywhere you can probably think of with clients. And it's incredible to be able to help people in all of these areas of the world. And every person has a different challenge, different goals. And for me, it's um, truly inspiring getting to help people with, from different walks of life almost. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, in terms of like the future of uh, online training, where do you see that going, obviously, in your opinion? It's, it's a real interesting one, right? And I think that one of the lovely things about all of this as well and what you're trying to do with the Educate program is that, and a lot of the other stuff that we did last year, like all the client meetups and the seminars and stuff like that, is that online doesn't have to be just online. You can bring it back into the physical world and then get the best of both. So in terms of the online progression, um, whilst obviously I'm sure everything online, sort of like the apps and technology and stuff will get a lot better and people will be able to get a much better service going forward. Um, I'd like to see some of it go back to basics in a way and 
bring people back into reality and start creating communities because online can obviously be a bit lonely sometimes even for the clients because obviously then they don't have to like visit the gyms or visit an actual person they just do it all through a computer and behind the screen so maybe i think think, think that's one of the things that's so lovely about what we do because yeah like we have and that's something i've like tried and wanted to try and create from the get-go is that um fitness and getting the best shape of your life could be a very lonely process anyway because the people around you often won't understand the reason why you're doing this they might give you a hard time but if you can find people who are on the same journey as you you can take support and accountability from them and that's something we do phenomenally well with the group we work with um so also we've got a client whatsapp group from the, the close one-to-one clients we have uh, we also do the weekly video calls um and some of the clients have become best friends to this which is an incredible thing i, I feel like they're my best friends so it's it's an incredible um credible like opportunity for people to meet network meet people on the same journey support each other and ultimately like progress together yeah 100 percent. it um it opens up doors where like people can share their experiences <laughs> and quite often uh, and i think this goes like outside of fitness as well is that sometimes you can experience things and think oh I bet this only happens to me. Why is it me that's going through this? And then you'll open it up to, to the forum and the team and then everyone will be like, not everyone, but a lot of people will jump in and be like, no, no, you're not, you're not alone in that. I, I have um, been through that. I've been exposed to this. I've gone through the exact same thing and this is how I dealt with it. And you can sort of generate a massive support network from that and then realise that, oh, actually, maybe... You know, I'm not an isolated case. Everyone else goes through the same sort of stuff. Uh, I, f- I find there's a huge amount of, um, not satisfaction is the right word, but like you often will feel like you're the only person in the world who has these issues when in reality, yeah, yeah. like you'll find that you like you have the same problems that everyone else has who's going through the same thing, who has the same goals. You're never alone with these things. And um, I'm not sure what the expression is. Is it a, a, a problem shared? Is a problem halved or something like that? Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. There's, yeah, something like that. Something along those lines. But um, yeah, that, that's a very, very true expression. And I think that is something that, um, like, talking about problems or challenges you have in life is one of the easiest ways to deal with deal with things. And I think that's the real key to happiness is having control of things like that. Because once you're aware and you can vocalize problems you're not just bottling up and you suddenly realize it's probably less of less of an issue than you initially thought yeah 100 <laughs> percent what yeah. would you say some in of the most the common vein. common challenges we, you see with some of the clients uh we have would you say it's maybe like a lack of support from people around them and that's where i think that sometimes leaning on not i don't know leaning on us is the right word to say but having us to seek for guidance can make a big difference yeah, I think that's quite a big one, you know, because as much as it shouldn't be, um, I think what people have to do to change the way they look, change the way they feel and enter a much healthier lifestyle kind of goes against what's considered normal in society. That's a sad so, reality, really, isn't it? Yeah, it, it really is. So when people go on, on these endeavours of trying to better themselves, there'll be so many people that whether they they mean to make remarks in a negative way or they don't realize the effect that it's having on the person 
because they're probably more most likely not the only person who's making these comments. It can you can be surrounded by so much negativity just because people don't understand what you're doing and just think it's so bizarre when it shouldn't be and it can be extremely demoralizing and make you feel like am I am I too different am I being weird trying to do this should I just go back to my old habits and and conform to everyone else's normal when that's not the case there's so so many of us out there that think like that and I'd like to think that there's more and more people that are starting to realize that and changing their outlook on things because to be fair I've come across people of late who I thought was so stubborn and had such set mindsets on certain subjects like actually exploring and changing their views on things and trying out different things to that are actually a lot healthier for them so that can definitely be something that's really difficult to navigate and quite often it's usually the people that are closest to you because they're the people that that see you every day and see you changing your habits um so that can be really difficult but it happens to everyone all right 100% that's the sad reality is that the people hold you back most from your dreams in life people who cross your goals and ambitions are often are always the people who are closest to you. So respectfully, whether it's your partner, your parents, brother, sister, it's always like they're just scared of change and you changing. But sometimes guess what you need to, to become the person you want to be. You have to change. Otherwise, like if nothing changes, nothing changes. You have to change to become the person you want to be. And the way I always like to think is like, who is it you want to be? And like, if you want to be, I don't know, for example, some superstar fitness icon, then how would that person behave on a daily basis and what habits would they have? Now, if you start mimicking those habits, you will eventually evolve to become the person you want to be. That's the way I try to look at, look at like achieving your goal of who you want to become. And I also have a fear that like when you die, that you get to meet the person that you could have become if you'd actually maximize your potential. So for me, that's something I'm always very paranoid about is that, I don't know if paranoid is the right thing, but like I don't yeah. want to leave anything on the table and regret when I'm 75 years old that I didn't try hard enough to achieve the things that I wanted to achieve in life because I wanted to have an extra hour in bed or I cared what Susie down the supermarket cared when, when I was buying five kilos of chicken breast or whatever it might be. Yeah, 100%. This, this conversation has actually given me goosebumps because one, <laughs> one of the things that I always try and live my life by is to only regret the things that I've never done, but never regret the things that I do end up doing because there's nothing worse in my head than thinking, oh, I wish I'd done that. I wonder what I could have been like if I had done that. Whereas if you do something that doesn't necessarily work out for you, at least you tried it. There's there's no doubt in your mind that you didn't try and give it your all to do it. And the biggest difference between people who end up getting to where they want to be, uh, regardless of whether that's like in terms of body, body transformations, lifestyle or anything else, is that the person who's got to the finish line has probably hit about 20 million roadblocks but found a way to, to go around them. 100%. And that's, it's interesting we have this conversation because today is the 23rd of February <clears throat> and this will air tomorrow on the 24th of February and 23rd of February last year I left my full-time job so that'd be 12 months ago and for me at the time that was uh, a very big decision to make because respectfully I was in a very comfortable position I was earning very good money I could 
pretty much piss around do whatever I wanted in my job as well. And that was a very comfortable existence. But in my opinion, it was an average existence and it wasn't fulfilling my purpose, which is to help people. And like the emotional satisfaction I get from clients all the time, I just had someone a minute ago. Um, actually, I'm going to read it out, actually. I'm going to drop her name into this. Let me find it. One second. <laughs> Um, so Susanna Krizemian, uh, from the Shred Nate Sculpt Snake program. So I'm going to read this out. Uh, thank you so much, Charlie. You've changed my life so much. And it's only the beginning. I've lost five to six kilos and 11 centimeters of my waist. And that's not even all. Shred Nate was amazing, but as you suggested, I'll go for Sculpt Snake to continue the journey, uh, for March the 2nd. Like for me, like that's literally, that was five minutes ago. So like literally like messages like that are what fulfill me and give me purpose. And if uh, 363, three days ago, uh, I didn't make the decision to step outside of my comfort zone and leave the land of trying to be average, then I wouldn't have had the opportunity to help all these people work with someone amazing like yourself, Jeremy. Um, and it's one of those things where people like, if you want to leave the life you want to lead and you want to have an extraordinary life and help people, you have to push yourself outside the comfort zone, do things you don't want to do sometimes and make yourself uncomfortable because that is where you progress. It's like, I've often thought not in a, not in a fact that I want to do it, but I could very easily not look to progress as much as I do. Just work on my own, have a small group of clients, have a very happy lifestyle, chill out, train, do whatever I wanted. Easy peasy. But for me, that doesn't give me the opportunity to help as many people as I want to help and have the impact I do. So having the opportunity to work with people like yourself, Jeremy, Dan, Holly, um, gives the opportunity for us to help so many more people. Programs like Shredinate, Sculptinate, we will change thousands of lives this year and we'll get thousands more messages like that one I just read out. And that is what I call impact. And that is where you will have the opportunity to leave a legacy, which isn't a financial legacy, but it's a legacy and an impact on people's lives. Ultimately, that's what I want to do and that's why I left my job 363 days ago because that wasn't fulfilling me for my purpose and I found my purpose as you know what your purpose is as well and that's to help people become the best versions of themselves yes yeah, it's, it's a movement it's definitely a movement and if I can add anything to that it's that whatever you end up picturing in your head as the worst case scenario for you making a decision whether it's leaving your job or joining one of these programs or something that you are really scared of doing, but really want to do, whatever you conjure up in your mind is always worse than what the reality actually ends up being. Always worse. And so much worse by like quite a margin. And then when you take the jump and you look back, you think, oh, wish I'd done this ages ago. 100%. People just need to... Like it's a difficult thing to say. It's easier to say than to do, but sometimes you've just got to bite the bullet, take take the fucking leap, and just yeah. do it. Like okay. I filmed a video on my Instagram after I left my job last year because I oh, fuck, I was gonna do it, and, <laughs> and I just banged it out there. Like that's how I felt like emotionally at the time, and that was a very fulfilling experience. And one of the best things for me, I remember, was my boss at the time said to me, "I pretty much had to walk out because of the way they financially treat you. If you if you stay on, basically after you give notice, you don't get paid, basically." Um, my boss at the time said to me after I pretty much walked out, said, you have to come back. And I was like, no, I don't. Like, no, <laughs> that was like a penny drop moment. It's like, you can do whatever you want in life. You just have to believe in yourself. You take accountability for, for your actions 
And providing you're happy to do both of those, the world is yours, but you just have to be able to back it up and put the work in and then you can achieve what you want, whether it's to get in shape, whether it's to build a business, whether it's to travel, whatever it might be. You just need to be accountable, work hard, have a vision and dream of what you want and then go from there. 100%. To wrap that up, uh, Jeremy, before I ramble on any more with any more... I know, we could, we could go on all day with these. <laughs> Do you have anything else you'd add in for anyone who's sitting on the fence in terms of like getting a shape or like taking action? Because the big thing I see is a lot of people regret not making a decision. And the worst thing you can do in life is be indecisive and not make a decision. So either do it or don't do it. And don't bi- if you're not going to do it, don't bitch about it come the summer when you're not in shape. Because the best thing I is get in shape early for the summer because then you can enjoy it. But often in the case that I see, people come to me in July and then they're like, oh, I want to get shredded for a holiday in August. I'm like, you probably should have done this a little while ago, my friend, because you've left this a little bit late. Um, obviously, we can do a lot in a short period of time. However, it's not going to be the optimal way to do things. For sure. Um, I mean, people may be expecting me to drop some sort of pearl of wisdom from that <laughs> question, but the answer is literally going to be super simple, and it's literally just do it. Just whatever you're contemplating, do it. Just do it. So one of the things that I'm very guilty of sometimes is overanalyzing, overthinking things, and then saying, oh, I need to gain this much knowledge or do this much research before I take the leap. But if you go down that road, sometimes you think, <coughs> where does it end? You, you, you're never going to feel satisfied before you take the leap. So just do it. Don't think about it. Don't think, just do. 100%. There's a saying in Latin that I, I've thought about. I haven't got any tattoos, but I thought about getting tattooed. And it's uh, Carpe Diem, it's Seize the Day. Yeah. And that would be my final note to end the podcast. If anyone who is sitting on the fence with whether they should leave their job to go and live their dreams, start their own career... If you want to get in shape, you want to work with me and Jeremy, you want to join Shredinate or Sculptate, whatever it might be, don't pussyfoot around it. Take action. Become the person you want to be. If you do nothing, you'll become nothing. You have to take action to ultimately achieve whatever you want in life. 100%. I mean, what, what difference is it going to make if you start next week or you start now? None. Yeah, just kicking the can down the road. 100%. So we're going to wrap that up there. If you guys have any more questions for myself, Jeremy, by all means, drop myself a message on Instagram at Charge of the Fitness, drop Jeremy a message at Custom Physique. Uh, and hopefully we will hear from you guys soon if you need any help to get in shape. Also, if you guys found this podcast helpful, inspirational, please leave a five-star review on iTunes. I will be picking one person at random this week to win a free place for either Shredmate or Sculptor at that. So peace out. Thank you so much, Jeremy, for that. I hope this gives some people some inspiration to take action, seize the day, and become the best versions of themselves. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on once again. Right.